Welcome back to another episode of the Sweet Shots Podcast. Lucas Johnson alone here today, um, but it's a big day in the world of golf, so we're going to break it down. This was a can't-miss day for the show. We got a lot to cover. Breaking news, PGA Tour and Live merged together. So um, something that was rather unexpected, but um, a lot to dive into there. We're going to kind of break it down, um, go from where we came from and how we got here um, and what, what it looks like moving forward. So let's get into it. Right off the bat, this was about 8 o'clock this morning, uh, Central Time, uh, PJ Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan released a statement um, basically surprising everyone in the golf world. It was it was a really crazy statement. I don't think anyone um, expected it, um, players included. Um, but basically, the statement uh, just says in, in short that, that Live Golf and the PJ Tour are merging. So... Um, you know, there's a lot to dive into as far as that's concerned just on the surface. But um, the the big thing would be that all of the litigation, all of the lawsuits, all that, they stop uh, right now. Now, um, as of yesterday, I believe, I think the PGA lost uh, uh, an appeal in court to get some um, Saudi um, fund uh, thrown out of the litigation. They lost that. And basically what that meant was that uh, the litigation was going to start to take up to possibly six plus years. So you talk about the money that would go into that uh, alone um, and then the, the work required. So that could be uh, part of it. Now, again, most of what we're talking about here today is going to be conjecture. Um, there's just a lot of unknowns. And as we get into it, even the PGA Tour uh, and the Live, I guess they haven't named it yet, but they don't even, again, they don't even know uh, what this new entity is going to be called. So a lot of unknowns today. We're not quite sure the direction we're going. We have a general idea, um, but we're going to kind of break it down. So for those that don't know, Live Golf was basically um, a brainchild of Greg Norman, and he's going to go off and start his own league. And basically it was going to be in their eyes, um, they called it golf, but louder. And so it's a, a target at a younger audience. Um, it's going to introduce uh, team golf. There's a team golf aspect. There's a, there's a team captain and then they've got four or five players on there. So very similar to the college style events. So you get um, basically a college event in the professionals. Um, you're going to get guaranteed money for showing up. So that was a big reason for these teams um, or for these players to leave, they get guaranteed money. Um, a lot of these are in the six, uh, six figures. I think, I mean, millions and millions of dollars on there. Six figures, I think is only hundred thousand. I was a criminal justice, not a, not a math guy. So, um, just giant paychecks just for showing up, you know, just, uh, some reported numbers. You got Phil, Phil Mickelson left for 200 million just to, just to join Dustin Johnson, 150 Bryson, 125 Brooks, a hundred million dollars, Cam Smith, a hundred million dollars. Um, and then there's, uh, I guess nine figure bonuses. So again, paychecks for winning an individual tournament are going to be four and a half million, million dollars. So if you win, you get $4.5 million. Last place gets like 360,000. And then there's the team aspect on top of that. So you can win another $1.5 million. So from a player aspect, you're going to get a lot, a lot of money. Um, and the other draw was you're going to start to play less golf. So the golf only lasts three days instead of the typical four. There's no cut. So you're guaranteed money again. And the the season is is much shorter. Now there's more travel, more global travel, um, but the season is shorter. So from a from a purely work standpoint, right, you're gonna you're gonna work less and get paid more. So from that standpoint, um 
definitely appealing to a lot of people. You look at guys like a like a Taylor Gooch, who wouldn't necessarily be a top name on the PGA Tour. You know, wouldn't necessarily classify him as a Scotty Scheffler or a John Rahm. Uh, but he goes to live. He gets all the guaranteed money, and now he ends up winning two two tournaments, I believe, on live, and gets four point five million dollars each win. So he is presumably set, right? Um, guys like that. That's that's a main reason of going to live. So um, again, that's kind of where live golf came from. The whole deal is going to try and and get away from uh, call it like a. Duffy atmosphere is maybe what they would call it, right? Um, not necessarily something that, um, you know, a, a high school kid or even a middle school kid's going to want to watch. The, the deal with the live is they play music on the on the the golf course while you're playing. So no more hushed tones, whispering, right? It's essentially the waste me- management Phoenix Open every tournament. So different, I think, in a lot of ways, but. Uh, some good, some not so good. Definitely entertaining just on the pure watch value of it. Um, I think they really struggled in the execution of it all. I think things could have been um, done a little bit better, a little bit cleaner. Um, but there again kind of lies why we're here right now. If you look at where Liv was at just recently, right, um, as of this last year. So they started in 2021. Their inaugural season was 2022. And you look at Last year, they didn't have a, a broadcasting partner. They had uh, basically YouTube where you could stream it for free. Um, and then they started kind of charging a premium for that. And then you start to look at, okay, um, you know, how do we get a broader audience? They went to the CW channel, which all jokes aside, but they went to the CW channel, um, basically got thrown to the wayside from them. I mean, they had a, a dream scenario. We kind of touched on it on one of the episodes, but they had a dream scenario of Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson at a playoff for $4.5 million, and they cut away from that to go to reruns of any show uh, during that time. So you look at you know why they would want to continue to do that. They started, you know, again, dream scenario they get cut away from. And then you look at their viewership numbers that they initially reported, um, and they were, I will say, abysmal, I guess. Might be a harsh word, but definitely, definitely not um, something that you'd be proud to report. And then as of like two weeks ago, they stopped reporting um, the CW numbers. And then as of a week ago, Live started to go back to YouTube where you pay a $3 cover charge to watch their events. And I believe at the time that I saw the message, it was there were 75 people watching. So on the outside, I, Live was definitely not sustainable. Um, they were dying out. But with that, I think the PGA Tour has always been a, or a for-profit um, entity. So you look at why they would want to merge together, right? Especially after a year ago, Jay Monahan sat on set with Jim Nance and basically denounced uh, live golf as a whole, live golf players. There's no path to return. There's nothing, right? And then this feels a lot like a 180. Um, why they would want to do it, I think a, a large part, um, A, is, is to keep players uh, paid, right? And by doing this, in short, they're going to get a ton of money from um, PIF, which is the, the, the Saudi company with all the money. Um, they're going to get a ton of money, which is in turn, it's going to go back to the players. They're going to keep the best players in the world on their tour. So again, one place to watch the best golf in the world, 
um, so better for the viewers. Um, and then you get uh, basically control over that. They're not they're not a wild card anymore, right? Um, really, really uh, kind of blurry stuff as far as moving forward goes. Um, again, a year ago, and this is where a lot of the shock comes in. A year ago, Jay Monahan just said, uh, "Enough's enough." You know, we're, we're denouncing them. Um, stay away kind of deal. And, and here we are. But again, I think the PGA Tour um, has always been about a, about making money. And the best way for them to make money is to merge, right? Um, it's kind of a win-win for them as far as uh, now there's ability to make golf content uh, content uh, year-round, right? There's uh, You don't have to have that dead period in the fall, right? Um, there's a lot of rumors that the, the live season, if you can call it that anymore, um, would be in the fall. That would take the place of kind of that dead season. So now you're not going to have like live integrated tournaments during the PGA Tour season. So they're going to remain separate, um, but fall under that one umbrella. So, um, but again, this is all conjecture. I mean, straight from uh, Jay Monahan himself, his his statement on Twitter, um, they're going to conduct a comprehensive evaluation of live golf and determine how best to integrate team golf into the professional game. So they don't know how that's going to look there. Um, you've got, uh, a lot of, let's see, I got to get the correct one in front of me. So basically, um, they haven't even named again, they haven't even named the new entity. So they, um, there's a framework agreement for the PIF's public investment fund is contributing its golf related commercial business and rights. So that includes live golf along with a significant financial investment toward minority equity, equity ownership of new collectively held for-profit LLC. This new name TBD will also include PGA tours, commercial business and rights, as well as those of the DP tour. So basically just a, a, a giant umbrella where now all golf gets played under um, and again, they, they don't even know the, the direct direction that this is going. And so it raises a lot of questions as to why. And I, I have a few uh, hunches. I think, again, the, the litigation side of things, I think, was a big one. The also, uh, also the, the other things that uh, look at, you know, did Brooks's play um, at the PGA championship have something to do with it. Obviously there was a talk about like, oh, these guys will never play in PGA tour. They'll, and then when they got into the majors, they're like, ah, oh, well, they can't play with them. It's only, uh, you know, they only play 54 holes. Um, uh, but then you look at the masters and he had, I don't know, like seven of the seven live guy or five live guys in the top 10. And Phil was second, right? I mean, it's all of a sudden these, these, um, statements of, uh, these guys are going to forget how to play golf wasn't true. And so now you're up against like, okay, we want the best players in the world to play on the PGA tour, but you know, call it six of them or a major, uh, some of them, right. Are off on this rival tour. So now they're pulling viewers, they're pulling money essentially from the PGA tour. How do we get that back? Right. So I don't think this was a tough call for Jay Monahan. I think this was always in the cards, always in the cards. Um, the, deal would be that there's not necessarily a path back at this time. So I think uh, they were another direct quote from Jay Monahan. We will work co cooperatively to establish a fair and objective process for any players desire to reapply for membership with the PGA Tour or the DP World Tour following the completion of the 2023 
season consistent with each tour's policy. It's a complicated endeavor and one that will be guided by established PGA Tour rules and regulations. So to me, I mean, what that sounds like too, and then you go back to how the live players were playing, to me that sounds like, hey, what happens to the Ryder Cup, right? So all of the talk that now that Brooks has won, does he get a spot on the Ryder Cup team? Or if he qualifies, does he get a spot on the Ryder Cup team? If you say no, how many people turn tune out, right? How many how many viewers do you lose there? How many tickets do you lose out, right? Money. It all comes back down to the money. Um, you know, and then you look at uh, Dustin Johnson, who's been a part of it. Uh, you look at Cam Smith on the European side of things. Uh, Sergio Garcia, you know, he could, he's a legendary, legendary Ryder Cup guy. Now he can never be captain. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where I think this was always in the cards. And I think that I, I'm almost certain that Brooks's play kind of cemented this, right? We need the best players in the world on the PGA Tour. This is what Jay Monahan, PGA Tour. We need them on the PGA Tour. You know, how do we do that? Um, and to avoid litigation costs, all that stuff, they're just going to settle those. And then you're going to come back and say, okay, how do we make this a win-win? So I definitely don't think the PGA Tour is sad about what's going on. Um, I think they're actually quite happy, right? They get the best players in the world back if they so choose. Um, and they get a new avenue to, well, basically they get a whole bag of cash to go do whatever they want as far as marketing and, and promotion of golf, right? This becomes a global deal with the reach of the PIF. And so you look at, you know, how does, or where, where the steps go from here. I mean, you're going to see a year round golf calendar, I think. And, um, it'll be interesting to see how they, integrate the the teams into the professional game. Uh, personally, I, I think I really uh, don't mind the fall. You know, if you have a PGA Tour season and a live season, you know, I don't know if you keep the names, but, you know, you have that fall season's going to be more of the fun, more of the shorts on the golf course, music on the golf course, um, different stuff like that, where you leave the four majors intact, you leave the, the elevated events intact, you leave the tradition of the PGA Tour alone and live golf becomes an added part of that, I think there's value in that. And then again, as long as you can find a way, and this is going to be the big challenge, right? Obviously, the PGA Tour has to figure out a way to justify this decision. And the fact that they spent almost two years decrying and and pushing away not only live golf, but the players in live golf. I and mean, you think about the guys that stuck with the PJ tour. They're basically, they turned down bags and bags of cash, millions and millions of dollars to go play for live. They turned it down. They, they stuck their nets next out for the tour and the tour just basically pushed them right off the cliff. And so they have to find a way to denounce that now, uh, or not denounce that, but, but try and back that up. Now, is there an easy way to do that? No. I think what they're going for is time heals all wounds, right? I think that um, the PGA Tour is probably happy with with what the decision was. Um, they're happy with their the, they got the cash they wanted, they got all the players back they wanted, and now they're going to try and make the product so good that people forget about it, right? You have to tune in to see Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson back for their first PGA Tour event, right? You have to tune in to the Ryder Cup because it has those live tours. Um, but you have to wonder how the the players that stuck their neck out for the PGA Tour are going to respond. Do they speak out, for one, or do they, you know, 
I guess I, I don't even know what you would do. Um, are you in a position to really speak out? Because, you know, again, the PGA two, you're an independent contractor. You could, you could leave, but there again, golf's your livelihood. So why would you leave? So, um, going to be really, really interesting and, and important to note too, that, um, tonight, and this was recorded on a, on Tuesday. So the sixth, there's going to be a players meeting at, at, at four, I think it's Eastern, um, at the RBC Canada. So more and more information is going to be coming out. I mean, daily, I would imagine that players meeting is going to be quite hostile. Again, the players didn't know anything about this. Um, this was all kind of backdoor stuff. Um, which to me is, is very, very shady. But again, I think it was just too good for the PGA Tour to turn down, again, money. Money talks. This is all for-profit stuff. I just think that, um, I mean, the the short of it, right, uh, the the pop culture deal is, is Live Golf basically pulled a Michael Scott paper company, right, from the office. They splintered. They went off. They pulled a small group out of there. They basically undercut everything. They were failing. They weren't sustainable. They were going down, but they had enough big name players that the PGA Tour had to bring them back, right? Um, so you got whether Michael Scott's Greg Norman or Michael Scott's Brooks Geber, Phil, Phil Mickelson, whatever, right? But you have the Michael Scott paper. That, that is a true story now. The, the, the Michael Scott paper company story from the office is now true in the fact that Live Golf was Michael Scott paper company and the PGA Tour just bought them out. So it's one of those things where um, Liv was destined to fail, but they had too many assets to let them fail. I think that's that's a one way that that I'll put it. I think um, as a fan, as a fan of golf, I'm happy that there's a pathway for these players back. Right? Imagine not watching Dustin Johnson or Brooks Kepka or watching them four times a year. I guess um, I would. I would. Imagine most people want to watch the best players in the world. Imagine you go, you know, you go to whether you go to you know the 3M Open in the Twin Cities, or you go to TPC Scottsdale, or you go to um, you know name a whether it's an elevated event or not. That's a non-major. You know, is it better that you get to watch all of the best players in the world or just some? Um, and that's where you know this move, I think. Down the road, people are going to forget about it because ultimately, I think the product's going to be better. Now, should they forget about it? I don't think the players should necessarily forget about it. It'll be interesting to see what they do. It's it's a very weird path. I would guess, again, that players' meeting is going to be supercharged. I would guess a lot of guys are not happy because of the fact they turned out. I mean, you're talking about millions and millions of dollars, people's people's lives. They could have been set, and, and here we are um, trying to justify now why they turned it down when now there's a path back. Presumably, I've, I've seen some rumors that the path back um, is going to involve a fine. Um, how much? I don't know. I've seen some people say that it's a fixed amount. Some people say that it's different based on the person. Um, I, I mean, I would guess that it's probably going to be lower than you think because, again, they want these guys playing on the PGA Tour. So, I would guess, you know, something along the lines of a fraction of what their guaranteed money is, um, and it shouldn't be an issue, right? Um, I think moving forward, there's just kind of one thing is just kind of sit and wait. I mean, get your popcorn ready. This is um, something that I think was inevitable, but definitely happened way sooner. And so um, I think caught everyone by storm players, especially. Um, but 
in the long run, I think it'd be better for fans. A side note, you know, it's interesting how we kind of touched on it. There's the TGL League, um, or now what is it? Rory and Tiger's big um, virtual golf experiment, basically, that they were going to be doing. Um, and I forget if that kicks off this fall or next. Um, but how that integrates too, right? Because that was basically like PGA Tour's response to live in the terms of like, hey, we can have fun too. And you get all of the big names. Um, and I just think that it's one of those deals that, is, again, is going to have to find out a way. Does that get completely scrapped? Does it, it's, hey, we're going to do one season um, and we'll go from there? Or is it a, is it a, is it a mainstay because people want to watch it? I, I'll definitely be turning it, tuning in. I think it's um, should be interesting, especially for someone from the north that does play virtual golf. Imagine now playing so much virtual golf that uh, you know you get the best players in the world to do it. We've all missed a five five footer on the simulators because the cameras don't register it. Now imagine if Tiger Woods misses a five footer on the simulator. You know what does that look like? He's human too. So really jumping around here today, but there's just so much to, to talk about as far as this, the, the new merger. And, and again, it's, it's so, so new and, and fresh that more information is only going to come out. We wanted to get on top of this, um, because it is such a big, such a big release. Um, the, the big takeaways again, is that we're going to get all the best players in the world back at one spot. Um, and golf is going to have a ton of money, exponential amounts of money to promote and to put into the game of golf itself. Um, my prediction is that three, four years down the road, the product will be better. Hopefully the product will be better and good enough where we will forget about it, right? The only thing that will remain will be the shows like this or um, the posts made on online. I just don't think that it's going to be a sticking point. I never thought it was going to be, right? As soon as it was settled, I think people were just going to forget about it. Um, people started forgetting about live. That's that's for sure. Um, but I think, again, it's one of those deals that down the road, we're, we're, we're going to forget about it. I, I think um, hopefully the, the product will be good enough moving forward. Um, truthfully, I had a nice um, thought bubble pop up, and it just sends popped. Oh, I remember. So kind of a, a, a final thought uh, as far as live golf goes and how that looks um, moving forward with the PGA Tour. I can see there's been a lot of comparisons to Formula One racing, um, both in teams and and how that works as far as, you know, drivers and, and teams and, and trading and stuff like that. I think there's a certain... Um, element of entertainment to that, that I think Liv was just starting to tap into, but they hadn't quite figured it out yet. Um, and so I wonder if that's part of the reason they're keeping this team going because they believe in that um, setup, I guess you could call it, um, that Live Golf has um, for an extra added element of, of team golf. So you talk about, or maybe it's part, um, you know, the, the soccer and trying to find out, you know, relegation, you know, do the, do the bottom players get moved down? I mean, we kind of already have that as far as like losing your card. Um, but do people, you know, lose their spots on teams because they didn't play well enough? I think that's an interesting 
little nuance to to get in there again as they kind of work out the team i think that's part of it where it it live golf felt rushed there was a team aspect there but they almost tried to make it too much of what it was and so i feel like they're going to look at it from the pga tour standpoint and try and really refine and make it watchable and um and fun ultimately um i think we could ultimately we could we could see live golf's season being a lot like the TGL, TGR, whatever it's called, that virtual golf deal. We could see that becoming very very similar in that you know that that virtual golf might be a Monday night and the live season might be a, a Thursday Friday Saturday deal. Um, I, I I think there's a way that it will coexist, um, especially now with the the money they have behind it and now they have all the players. Um, Again, I think this is better for watchers of golf. I think you're going to get a brighter, broader audience. Um, but the main the main concern lies with with the players. Yeah, a lot a lot we got into today. A, just a big big day in the game of golf um, as far as merging. Now we've got to look at what that looks like down the road, um, and we won't know those answers uh, until. It happens, right? I mean, again, we've, we're probably going to get a lot more by the end of the day, uh, but we're going to have a lot more in a year. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for that. Um, truthfully, I don't have any DraftKings content um, for you today as this took up a lot of my time. So um, basically a breakdown of what happened during the PGA and Live uh, merger. Um, and I think that uh, moving forward is definitely going to be something to keep an eye on. And I'm sure we'll keep talking about it as more information goes out. So hopefully this was enlightening for you guys. Um, thanks for taking along and putting up with my rambling for 25 minutes. Um, first of its kind, maybe the last. We'll see how Mark and Chuck respond to that. But thanks again for joining. Um, make sure to come on out. We've got music on the terrace every Thursdays. And uh, enjoy the beautiful weather out there. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.